Hello and welcome to the Lock In Podcast, the show that lifts the lid on life in the pub trade by those working in it. I'm the morning advertisers, Ed Beddington, and with me as always are my two partners in podcast crime, James Cuthbertson and Heath Ball. Heath is renowned for being a down-to-earth publican, salt of the earth, in touch with a common man. Only the other day he was overheard commenting to his team, how hard is it to find a truffle pasta in London? <laughs> James, meanwhile, has no such grand delusions. He has lots of delusions, they're just not very grand. Do I have to be a whipping boy every week? Every That's week. what I'm saying. Every it's week. A big so, target. Hello, gents. So, I mean, uh, the question we all want to know, Heath... Did yep. you find your truffle pasta, and how was it? It wasn't very good. It ended up in some dodgy restaurant in Mayfair. It was like been in Moscow in the 90s. There was a DJ, and there were working ladies at the bar. But we had truffle pasta, and it was... Do you know, not get working ladies at most bars? Well, I mean ladies of the night. Waiting Ed. on stuff? No, no oh, ladies of oh, night, oh. yes. So, um, so you I'm, didn't get truffle pasta, you got <laughs> truffle pasta. <laughs> Clear that maybe not the same. He got something else. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't very good, but uh, some ointment for it. Live live and learn. Live and learn. Excellent. Okay. So this week's episode, we're going to be focusing on review sites and not just the steam coming out of Heath's ears, although that is a happy bonus. We're at the Prince of Peckham in, funnily enough, Peckham, and we'll be hearing from the pub's operator, Clement Ogbenaya, during the podcast as well. And we'll also be talking to Tony Kent from reputation.com to pick his brains on best practice when it comes to handling review sites. But before all that, let's take a look at the week's goings on. It's been a, a quiet one, hasn't it, chaps? What do you mean, quiet? Not a lot going on. There's loads going on. Is there? Go on, and what's, what's, what's pending doom? Ireland's probably the first, uh, you know, the first sign of. Oh, her up north won't have none of that. She can't be outdone. No, she'll be. She'll be charging down with some other restrictions. It's, yeah. uh, it, there's a lot going on. I mean, the, the whole Omicron. I mean, Christmas. How how optimistic are we feeling at the moment? I'm somewhere in the middle. I think. Yeah. Uh, it depends whether Boris can be in active enough to let us get to the 18th, which is mm. said to be the next uh, review, and see how we go from he there. He did last year, was at 14th when he knocked it on the head. 14th or 15th, he knocked oh, it on the head. Oh, it was close. If he no, does, I if think he... it was right to the wire. Yeah. No, was it? Yeah, I think if so. he does it again this year, it's Christmas I, Eve, wasn't it? I think it was. Was it? No, it was. It was a little bit. It was the 14th and 15th. We've got Christmas, I think. We did two weeks of trading, I think. I think we can expect, I mean, if you can do it, just the first few weeks in Jan, we can all do, you know, we can all live with that, I think. Yeah, well, no one's drinking, no, no. The, you know what I mean? All the vegans are yeah, so yeah. You say that, but you're going to see all the Christmas party bookings that are being cancelled pre-Christmas are being pushed to January. No, nah, they won't. They're, they're not, not, no one's they're not being rebooked. That's the thing, they're no. not being rebooked. No, I don't think they're being rebooked. Some, oh, some, some operators I'm speaking to aren't getting, aren't getting that through. They aren't oh, getting the rebookings. Yeah. Can we talk about that thing that text that they put on the chat we're on from Sainsbury's? Well, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, that's 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 one thing, isn't it? Sainsbury's did announce that um, that they were uh, encouraging staff not to have Christmas parties, and they cancelled all the Christmas parties. But they also cancelled people who had Christmas parties for them. It, it, yeah, there was a there was a thing that went out. We don't know. We haven't got the, the 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 proof that it was a genuine thing. But yeah, the suggestion was that there would be disciplinary action, all sorts. I think that was a bit of a, an email that was sent by an overzealous manager, really. But the the reality is, Sainsbury's has has told all his staff to cancel all their Christmas parties. They will pay the costs if there's any costs incurred. So I'm available for some invoicing if people need some. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of maybe split 50 50. <laughs> probably, probably shouldn't have recorded that. Bit, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's a big, big problem, isn't it? If, and if we're seeing 
companies like that going down that road, then it's, it's only a matter of time before others do as well. Yeah, I think it's it doesn't they're scaring good. people away, aren't they? And then people well, don't want to get it. People well, don't want to get the virus and then not have Christmas with their family. Well, this is it. This is a double whammy. If you're if you're going to your company Christmas party and you feel you should because it's company, and then you're infected and it ruins Christmas for you, most companies are looking at it from the, through that prism, aren't they? Of going, do we want to be held responsible for people coming to us and going, well, I couldn't see my gran, I couldn't see my mum because. Man, I just need to make you sure. Just I'm lucky my wife doesn't in. have worked to any companies because if she got COVID and couldn't go to Sweden for Christmas, she'd ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sits there with his TV meal, bottle of Brunello and a truffle pasta. Yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Never felt more alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there in his pants. I'm so looking forward to the travel ban to Sweden coming through. No, watch him. Bring the Swedes alone. Watch him cry. I'll encourage you to drive. Um, I mean, the interesting thing is with with the with with the Omicron stuff. You know, it's been declared mild by the WHO, and yet we're still we seem to be reacting in this what's usually sort of panic. Way, this, when, the, when the other one, when the other the first one was ripping through the country, the government did nothing about it, and it's you know it was quite killing a lot of people. This one, they're like it's very mild. Shut it all down. It's <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. No one ever party. I mean, the, the, the other thing that sort of caught my eye this week, and it's not necessarily pub-related, or maybe it is in your pub, Heath, um, uh, the government cracking down on drugs, um, drug use, um, and at the same time, cocaine traces were found in every single toilet in the House of Commons. They really... <laughs> so that's why they have to have the extra jobs, you see, because they have to pay for <laughs> What was it Robin, Robin Williams said? Cocaine's God's way of telling you in too much money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the headline on the BBC says me about uh, Boris crack down on 300,000 cocaine users. I didn't know there were that many MPs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, how many, is that how many cocaine users they think there are in the UK? Something like that. No, yeah. much more. Well, come on, in a population so, of 65 million. Most of them are get in the, your pub. Get yeah, them in North London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here is, uh, before we move on, here is a particularly special one for Heath. Uh, and I've, I've put this in there just to see his reaction. So, the UK's most sold wine in pubs, according to the MA's drinks list and CGA data, is... Knowing the research you do, white. Yeah, white. <laughs> All detail. Yes, yeah, that's just white wine. Yeah. Now, is uh, Jack Rabbit's Pinot Grigio Heath. Didn't it win last year with something as Probably. well? Probably. Probably sponsor some events and stuff. And, they, and people ask why they don't sell more pub wine in their pubs, because they serve that guff. Like, well, the the good news is, though, I mean, we did just want to see what, you, what your reaction was that, but the good news is we have actually got some here for you to try. You haven't. No, no we haven't, no, actually. No, we couldn't God. find any. But sold out. <laughs> we were going to make you drink Where's it. Where's it made? Just down the bathroom. It's so popular. Where, where's it made? I, I don't know. It's got to be. It's going to be one of those ones where they bring the, the grape juice in and they ferment it in the factory in Slough so they can avoid paying the duty. And so I'm sure it's far higher quality than that. It no, wouldn't be number it. one if it wasn't of a oh, high shit. standard, and I maintain that. So um, I think maybe let's uh, yeah let's uh, let's leave that one there before I get myself in any more trouble. listening to the lock in podcast and we're talking about review sites in this week's episode we've also got clem joining us as we're in his pub and it'd only be polite to get you on board so uh, uh, clem i mean what are your thoughts on review sites do you do you like them do you engage with them what do you think um they're necessary evil i guess mm. um as we were moving to a world where it's where everyone's so 
everyone's online, everyone wants to know everyone's opinion, everyone's got something to say. Mm. So it's necessarily even from um, for the hospitality industry. And I would say, I definitely engage with them. Mm. I engage with them a lot more a long time ago than I do now. Right. Um, what, some of what's changed? Just, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> some of the level of, um, there's, a, there's a lack of common sense in a lot of them. Yeah. You know, but also, I think more people are inclined to talk about their bad experiences than they are to talk about their good experiences, and that yeah. you know that goes about the same with review sites. Um, but I just I love reading them, and I love the ones that are really nice. I love the ones that have come out of there with have had a great time, and they've taken time out to say this is amazing, this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're we're not one of those pubs, ain't we? Haven't got the time, and we ain't got the budget to have people come in and pay them with free food or whatever to give us good reviews. So we yeah. all our reviews are genuinely from yeah. the bottom of people's hearts and the support mm-hmm. and what have you. Mm-hmm. And then we have the one or two like. Odd ones, no, actually, good, 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 bad ones. You know, ones that are like, oh, the, the service time on such and such date was mm. X, Y, Z, and you take that. That's that's mm. feedback you can report back mm. to your staff yeah. and you can do something about it. And then you get really like the stupid ones. <laughs> you know, you get the stupid ones that, um, and I don't want to call them stupid because I'm. Oh, it kind of is. Like Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like I get like okay, I'm. Not, I own this pub and I'm black, right? And I have a kitchen called White Men Can't Jerk who yeah. run my food and it's Caribbean inspired food. But above all else, they're my, they're my pals, they're my friends. We've mm. built this journey together and I want them involved. And I, I've had rev- reviews that have um, a one particular review and the lady was, uh, she gave me a one star because I have white people in my kitchen. Um, okay. and, I, and I just thought it was kind of wild. Mm. And I responded to her as such, and I said, "Look, if you know, if you have genuine concerns, then you email me. Yeah, you know, mm. this this is this this is to review service. This mm. is this to, and if you're if you're going to put us a, a one star because we have white people in our kitchen, <laughs> then we're just not for you. <laughs> that's dialogue. That's not review. It's not a review. Yeah. Do you? I mean, you say. Do you get more good reviews? I mean, do you do you encourage the good reviews? Do you respond to them? I mean, this because I mean, we spend a lot of time, and we'll be digging into this, particularly mm. with this." bugger over here because he spends half his life complaining back to to his customers but I mean do you do you respond to the good reviews oh yeah, yeah of course yeah. absolutely I think I think it's important I think it's yeah important if you're just doing all the negatives it yeah, just looks yeah, like you've absolutely. just got no, no, yeah I think, I think it's important I mean we have also Google isn't giving us justice I think we've had over 2,000 reviews it just doesn't seem to go up anymore I think we've, we've mm. reached a plateau but anyway you put um, the pain beyond 2,000 well you've got to wonder where the algorithm works though mm. do you know what I mean they, they don't they don't really disclose how they actually break it down mm. I've looked into it I can't look out how they but yeah I definitely respond I'm like oh, that's very sweet of you thank you you know um come again like that and that sort of thing I think it's important that people know oh. that when they when they do say good things or when people are reading it people are mm. acknowledging it you know yeah. as well as just, I mean some of the bad ones some of the bad ones just like oh. sometimes they answer themselves don't they because if anyone mm. reads it they go they're nuts <laughs> it move is. on yeah. but the it, problem is it, it still affects your ratings doesn't and, it and that's it and it's yeah. like the, the ratings is important because I'll be honest yeah. if, I, if I logged onto a place and it was less than four, okay if I'm on Deliveroo and it's not 4.5 or above I actually don't order from it yeah. and, that's, and that's crazy because mm. you know, I'm in the service mm. industry yeah, yeah. such as how we're programmed mm. Mm. you know um, and that's also because you're at home and you don't want anyone to fuck at your order yeah. you're like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not leaving yeah. my house if you fucking yeah. order yeah. I'm actually yeah. fucked yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're if you're making that commitment the, the customer has changed the customer's far more conscious the customer's has a bit more social responsibility everyone thinks it's about price but it's about value mm. people don't mind spending that bit more knowing that they're going to get X, X experience yeah. and I think with 
if if you if you're in that box and you're you're checking a review and or a sign it's less than four stars or less than say four point two. Actually, that's a bit harsh. Four stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think when you're looking at three point nine, then you've got problems. So <laughs> that's an interesting question. Then. So, do you guys? As, as I mean, you said you look at it when you when you're getting stuff home. I mean, do you guys do that? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you look I at it and, do, and yeah. actually make your decisions based mm. on it? So, yeah. even though we're not a fan, and you, you would generally find it quite challenging, you still use it yourself. Yeah. Well, I, I also think it says a lot about this. Does the establishment actually care about the customer? Mm. I think if they reply, it does the ones who don't you know what I mean like if they if they've just got loads of bad reviews and they never reply or there's no interaction I, I, I just think they don't really no but I also I, I think if, if the rating's low yeah I, 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 I just start thinking as much as I can't stand reviews I know it's, mm. it's mm. kind of crazy I always think do they actually care about the customer experience mm, to allow yeah. your review you know, if to allow your view, your your there's going to be a pride about your Google score. It's also a way mm. of evidence, isn't it? If if you are that low, there's been a certain number. Yeah, unless you're it, new, absolutely. There's a number, there's disquiet around it that yes. you make you think twice. Certainly, because you click on it, and if it was two people, yeah, that had about then oh, you know you, you kind of think, yeah. okay, cool. But if it's like a thousand, yeah, and a thousand, people they can't all be wrong. They can't all be wrong. Do you, know that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's one of those ones. I suppose so. it's a good way of like seeing, you know, like oh, I'll pull up stuff and I go guys and I put it on my staff chat and I go well, what's going on here what happened here and then usually try, I usually try and find them and then send them an email and get in touch and say Do you know we're really sorry about that but, but on the flip side of this which probably we we use our review the sites to encourage staff to so I have this thing like surprise me right whatever it is surprise me and they go away and I see a review and some jump out of the cupboard no. no no okay no, I'm, old, I'm old, a nervous disposition at this current stage of my life um <laughs> Particularly with uh, the new pending Omicron being coming up, yeah. let's not talk about that. Um, but yeah, it's um, we get reviews, and I, and when they mention a member of staff's name, mm. I give them a twenty pound bar tap. Okay. Um, and it's like it's one of those ones because if you if you can exchange your name and a customer remembers yeah, your name, yeah, yeah. then I think you've actually impacted that individual. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we we do that. I mean, it doesn't happen. As, I mean, I'm probably glad it doesn't happen as much as it should because <laughs> they're all sick of the barbers. Rav, can you just come in and uh, <laughs> say my name? Yeah, all his friends coming in. <laughs> but um, but it, 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 it works, you know, there's, there's, there's positive engagement. I, I feel like, you know, my, the staff genuinely, they want to be, there's a pride about it. They want to be spoken about positively. They want mm. Clem to say, oh, look what someone said. Yeah. You know, so that, that's, where, that's where it becomes a, a positive tool. Well, it's yeah. hospitality, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You, do you know what I mean? I think. Absolutely. So, I mean, coming back to your, your, your ridiculous complaint about the guys in the kitchen, did you reply to that? What did you say to that? Yeah, I replied. I replied. Um, I think your reply was quite measured, though. I read it. And yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd go hard. Like, I'd yeah. be the opposite. I'd just go right. Because you've never learned. But, but, <laughs> well, but I've I, learned today. I also think, see, and it's, it's, um, it's interesting you said it's quite measured, because I showed it to a colleague of mine, and she said I was on the defensive mm. on the jump. So it's, it's, it's just how people took that. Mm. But for me, it was like, I, I, I agree. I thought I was measured myself. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I said to her, look, if you... These are sort of questions I'm happy to have a conversation. Here's my email address. I put my yeah, email yeah. address in there. Did she get in touch? She did email me. Oh, really? And her email, she didn't read what I wrote. Because I, I wrote in the review <laughs> and I said, look, so I've already answered your situation and I then she emailed me even more and I just said, at this point, we should just she agree just to disagree. She just wants to fight. Yeah, and I said, at this point, we should just agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. We're just not for you. Mm. And I, but I also think that's equally fine. Yeah. You know, mm. you can't be all things to all men and... You know, there's a, there's but it's upset her that much. 
Yeah, and, and, and but you know, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. Wait, I'm just not the crusader. Yeah, that's, you don't have the energy for that. I just haven't got the energy, yeah. and I think if you comments like that, I feel you need to have done your research. Yeah. Before you start, because I'm, mm. I can clap back as well. I just yeah. think review sites need to remain about the customer experience. Yeah value right scoring points yeah, 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 it needs yeah. to be like that and if it's if it's going to be something that's a complete segue then pick up the phone send an email my email's uh, everywhere uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean uh, you know uh, the owner of this business you, you know yeah. but yeah but I, I do think review sites are a necessary evil I hate them and I love them at the same time mm. but ultimately it's a great start tool for me to use to motivate my staff yeah um, and what just allows hospitality to supersede service so I mean obviously TripAdvisor that's the, the big daddy of the of the review yeah, sites yeah. Um, Google's obviously I don't think TripAdvisor I think TripAdvisor is sort of losing ground no, do you think so I, I don't know I actually disagree I, I kind of agree with Edge Google's the easy one you put it yeah, everyone's yeah. on Google you put mm. it in and it's there right I think, but I think I think like TripAdvisor's like Facebook generation it's all the older and this is more TikTok using Google it's easier it's more accessible it's interesting it's like TikTok's another TikTok's another like literally, it is controlling shit right now. Right. Um, no, no, it's cr- it's cr- it's crazy. Yeah. So we. Shh. They can hear us. Right. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Go on. I'm, I'm interested. TikToks. What? No, no, it is. So we had um, we had this review. This uh, video review of of um, Prince of Peckham, and it was oh, it was. I don't know how deep to dive into this, but it was like, oh, um, London's black-owned pub, right? It said that. It was cool, you know, it's something, it's something people have taken on. It's not yeah. something we scream about, really. Yeah. You know, we're just an amazing pub and I just happen to be black, but it's like, cool, London's black-owned pub. And then it went viral, right? And some, I'm talking thousands, almost probably hundreds of thousands right now. And some of the comments on it were just absolutely vile. Were just absolutely vile. It was like, I'm not going there because people get stabbed every week. I'm not going there because like, and that kind of, and it became this thing, but on the back of that, not get me wrong, you're gonna have trolls anyway, mm-hmm. but on the back of that, we had this whole new audience that we've never seen and we actively mm. asked people. Where they oh, got it from. And, yeah. and every single one of us said TikTok. Really? Right, okay, so it really built And it was a younger generation, admittedly, mm. yeah. but it was this whole new audience we haven't, and we're, we're now trying to understand how can we use TikTok um, like actually use it so we're working on yeah. it at the moment to be honest because it so is that's, that's a whole other marketing sort of side that no one's seen you know? and, mm. and I, I think mm. if that's a little tip guys yeah, TikTok, TikTok. Is, I'm telling By the way, you, I'm Eddie's, serious. Eddie's fucking confused right now. He thinks it's all come from a clock. <laughs> <laughs> is that all we're talking about? Something to do with a mouse running up it? That, that's, uh, Mate, I'll give uh, a little bit of time uh, on this later. Uh, right. I'm down with the kids. Okay, well, I'm, I'm conscious of time. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're running close. So, I mean, cold. yeah. How good was the review? <laughs> I mean, would you... Yeah, no, you can uh, complain it's cold. One, one of the things, one of the things, I mean, coming back to that, that credibility of, of, of TripAdvisor as well yeah. you know they give out awards don't they to, to the best reviewed operators I mean would you guys accept one of those would you would you it celebrate is something, it here's, it's, here's it's something I look at and I was looking at TripAdvisor the other day and the pub the red line's yeah, got like, four, well, no, it's got 4.5 on there and we used to get Reader's, oh. Cho- no, shut up. Reader's Choice whatever Traveller's Choice we used to get banners from them all the time this year we didn't get one I was like what the fuck's going on here so I went on to one of my competitors pubs I looked at it and they've got the Traveller's Choice award 
down the road. And they've got a lower rating than me. But they also subscribe to TripAdvisor and pay the uh, yearly the fee. Uh, they yeah. pay the business fee. So I'm thinking, mm, what's going on here? There's a bit, there's a bit of like... You've got to pay to play. <laughs> okay. It's basically what it is though, isn't it? Basically, Not, not like yeah. that, Heath, no. Yeah. Um, but basically... Yeah. Interesting. But we think people on TripAdvisor are older. I think the way they, you know, I mean, it's always like Margaret Kent, eighty-five. So that, would, would you would you do that? I mean, you're a bit more of an urban, cool kind of venue. Would TripAdvisor be a bit of a kiss of death as a as a promotional I mean, thing? I wouldn't. Don't know. We've been we got a Time Out Award and we got Design by Night Award and we stuck the Time Out thing in there because Londoners just seem to resonate with it. TripAdvisor. I mean, at this at right now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's not something. Time out for sure. I think after yeah. after lockdown has happened, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it would be good to scream about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But TripAdvisor, I'm indifferent. I look at it like every three months, six months, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, we're not a restaurant. No. no. And that's another thing that works against us. I think when you're on TripAdvisor, it's more of a culinary experience. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to a drinking experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, had, I've seen a review on TripAdvisor talked about. Oh, I was waiting at the door. I was waiting outside to get in. For 45 minutes I'm like mate you came on a Saturday night you're not on the guest list and it's fucking heaving <laughs> like, do you know what I mean like you don't go to triple alarm bells should be ringing you did not get in kind yeah. of thing um, so yeah it is, it is what it is but like I said necessary evil play the game or not and just be prepared for the consequences if you don't <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be discussing some of those consequences later eh Heath oh, yeah. oh, anyway shit. for that, that yeah. for the moment uh, we're out of time but Clem thanks very much for that thanks, you're welcome cheers, cheers. This is the Lock-In Podcast, and we're talking reviews. I'm delighted to say we've got Tony Ken from Reputation.com to join us now, down the line. Tell us all about what we're doing wrong. So, Tony, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Nice to see you. Fantastic. I mean, let's start off. Just tell us a bit, what is Reputation.com? What do you guys do? Essentially, we help companies and a lot of uh, companies within the hospitality sector manage their online reputation and, and improve the customer experience um, and that involves a, a, a lot of things that um, a lot of factors that would assist them with that so managing reviews is part of that making sure that, that they can be found easily helping with how they perform in a google search and making sure that you you capture all of this sentiment so you can make improvements to, to your operation um, and that's the customer experience side of things. Cool. Okay. So, I mean, I've got Heath and James with me here. They clearly have their own, how should I put it, uniquely passive-aggressive approach to uh, <laughs> dealing with review sites, or in Heath's case, probably just more aggressive, aggressive isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing passive about it. But, um, I mean, what, what, does, what does best practice look like? What would you say to, to operators about engaging with review sites? Well... The most important thing is to not ignore it, right? Like we would suggest that you really want to take notice of your reviews. Um, there's an expectation now that um, basically the people people will go out there and look at reviews, right? I mean, often the first part of a journey for someone to decide where they're going to go is to look what other people have said about them, mm-hmm. and so. It's absolutely key to, to look at that and not ignore it. Otherwise, people would begin to think, well, you don't really care what people are saying about you or you're not taking that feedback on board. Um, so I would consider it a priority. 
like I really would say it's important for you to look at it and, and think about how you're managing your reviews. I mean, James Heath, I mean, are you, how much time do you put into this? Because I know, yeah, I mean, you obviously get your knickers in the twist about bad reviews and rant a lot about that, Heath. But, <laughs> I mean, how much time... I don't know, it depends on, like, like, in the morning, I always check when I'm doing my paperwork and stuff. Just pull up. With, with Google, you get an alert that you've got a review, so that mm. comes up. Uh, TripAdvisor, I think you get an email, but it's not it's not instant sort of thing. Google will just pop up my phone, but TripAdvisor will be a couple of days later. Mm. So sort of every morning in my routine, when I get up in the morning, make a coffee, check the previous day's sales at the pubs, and then sort of just... And grind your teeth. Yeah, and then just have a read, and then, <laughs> do you know what I mean? See what see what some stuff, you know, people are writing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's... But, you know, it can start your day off really bad if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? Every day. Yeah, Every first day. thing I do, look at the reviews. Look at the reviews of just the, not just our pubs, but you look at competitors other... Competitors and stuff and yeah, see what's yeah, going yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's, but you, you can see, what, what, what I see is, though, like, looking at everybody's reviews lately across the board at other operas, everyone's getting a lot of shit. Mm. It's not just like, you're going, okay, I've had a bad review. You're going into, like, good operators and mm. seeing them get slammed on stuff. So it seems like there's a general discourse in the public. Everyone's just really pissed off lately. Yeah, a lot of that. And I, I think <laughs> the theme probably is, we came earlier there about uh, food-led pubs. I think food-led pubs will get more attention I think I said it before, mm. but you know, someone's watched one episode of MasterChef and things mm. of Giles Corrin. Um, they want to be, you know, their foodie mate that knows everything. So I think you get a bit of that. But I think the, the theme at the minute I'm looking at is service. People are demanding more and more of service. And, you know, we're all struggling with getting bums on seats in terms of staff. So I think naturally it will creak a little bit. Do you think that's fair, Tony? Do you think we're seeing an increase in more sort of demanding negative reviews than positive? I don't think we're necessarily seeing more negative views, uh, reviews across the board. I mean, we get a huge volume of reviews that come through our platform from, from lots of different providers. Um, but I think regardless, what's, what's really important is to, to not ignore them. I think that if you, you know, you've got to try and take the emotion out of it and, and, and respond to these people. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, when you're responding, it can, you, know, you don't want to be aggressive because then that, look, that looks bad on you. Um, but I just think that people have an expectation. I mean, we know that, you know, people will often, like I'm, I'm looking at a holiday at the moment, right? You know, and I'm looking, there's lots of high stars, but I'll often go down to the one star reviews mm. to see what's, you know, what people are saying and how the establishment has responded to that one star review. And so it's just important to keep an eye on it. And, and there are other factors in play apart from what people see when they look at your reviews, right? Like engaging with reviews is really important with Google search. So you know, there are three factors that the Google algorithm take into consideration when they're, when they're looking at your, you know, how, where you come in their ranking, right? Within reviews, mm. you need to have a decent star rating. You need to respond to... Um, negative reviews and you and you need to really have a high a decent volume of reviews as well so it's not something you know it's something where people will look at them and and, and assess them but it also will affect how you rank and, and therefore whether you're going to be found mm. um and organically over time you know the review volumes have just increased so i don't know if you're seeing you know an increase in negative reviews is just seeing an increase in overall reviews right because that has just grown exponentially over time and I think we found, well, we have found in the lockdown, you know, since lockdown, that, that it has grown. People have spent more time looking online mm. to decide where they want to go offline. Um, right. 
you know, my dad <laughs> never did something like this before, right? He would never look at reviews mm. prior to the lockdown. But when, you know, since lockdown, he's really interested in knowing, you know, what they like in terms of cleanliness, you know, how close to the tape, you know, these types of things of interest. And he got into that habit of, of doing it through lockdown. So I just think it's going to increasingly grow in importance over time. And I guess I think because we're, we're, we're looking for good experiences now, aren't we? People aren't willing to take a risk as much. They're, they want to be able to control the experience a bit more. So they're going to be looking at sites and assessing and, and making that, that decision long before they decide where they're going to go. And that's going to be, that's, that's your shop window, isn't it? Yeah, true. I mean, I like the fact that, that, that Tony was saying take emotion and aggression out of. <laughs> he said emotion. Uh, he did say nothing about aggression. No, he did say also aggression. Don't <laughs> be aggressive. Here. It's, so, it's kind of an emotion aggression, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I mean, is that possible for you, Heath? No, it's not. There's no leopard that can't change its spots on this one. No, I, I struggle with it. I, I struggle with it, especially when people can say what they want and just go on there and they'll, they'll fabricate lies and they'll, they'll get carried away. I, I really struggle with some of the stuff they say when you know it's not true and they add a little bit of seasoning to the review to make it sound more dramatic than what it was. So I get really upset with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, what, what would you advise with that, Tony? I mean, if you've got that situation where you're kind of just going, come on, this isn't fair, this isn't right, what, 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 what should operators do? I think the only thing you can do is answer them in, in a professional manner, right? Like you should, if you're putting on a good service, then you should have balanced reviews on the whole, you know? And so if you, you know, you, all you can do really is be professional about it and answer it in a way um, that is not going to put other people off, right? I don't think you should leave it unsaid, but you just, I think you've just got to be sensible about how you approach somebody who's saying something that you consider to be unfair. Um, you know, we've got thousands of clients, you know, they, they, as like he said, he's not the only one who has that type of thing. You've just got to manage it in a way that is going to not cause you damage. I mean, we all know that this happens, do you know what I mean? We, you know, I mean, some of the reviews I've seen in time, you know, some of them are ridiculous, right? So everyone knows that it happens, but I think it's the overall perception of, of how you respond and what your reviews look like. I think that you've just got to be mindful of, you know, if you are aggressive, it will put people off. I don't think I'm aggressive. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's aggressive. I, I think I'm just a bit I like... I wasn't accusing you necessarily of that. Here, oh, we, we, were. Yeah, we were. We but, were. But I, think, but I think, you know, like when somebody said, like, I'll sit there and I'll go... And then I always do a bit of, like, research into their previous reviews and their lifestyle and where them. they eat and stuff. And then I sort of, like, you know, then I have an overall picture of what this person is like. You know, like, it... It, a lot of them are just freaks. And then you take them down. Then I, yeah, then I go for it. Yeah, then I really spend my time. I mean, the, 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 the thing is, though, you know, if, if you get a complaint in the pub and you bend over backwards to try and sort it out, don't yeah. you? Um, isn't, this, isn't this basically the virtual version? Now? If somebody makes a complaint in that virtual space, then really you've got to do what you would do. In the so you've got to turn that into a positive rather than just simply pointing out that the last time they reviewed was KFC and the bus stop in... Uh... Yeah, but how do, well, there's no, sometimes, it, like, do you want these people back in your premises? Do no. you, I don't. You don't. Like, you know what? No, but I'm isn't, it try a, and... isn't it a window for other people to look at it? Though? Like, like Tony said, that's, you know, you go and you look it. at the one-star yeah. reviews to see how they handle them rather than... And yes, yeah, sometimes it can be a benefit if it's a stupid review and you're funny in response. 
Yeah, well, that's what I, I generally do is I try and just like bring it up and just go, oh my God, you're so ridiculous. You're, you're complaining about the duck riette being cold because it's a cold dish. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's supposed to be cold. It's like that truffle pasta, isn't it? That's, 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 <laughs> well, I think that's funny. Can I ask you something, Heath? Do you yeah. request reviews off of people? No. No. Okay. I don't how open. Come don't, how come you don't do that? Oh, I just think it's cheesy. Do you know what I mean? Do you? Yeah, I just think, I just don't like going... We have that with a place near us, done with Hayward Teeth, and it's like every time, and, oh, Siobhan was amazing today, and it's gushing, because you know, they ask and give them a card with the details yeah. on it every time, and it is, it is a bit... I just, and I understand why people do it, because it builds profile, and, and people look and all that, but I'd rather be genuine, I'd rather just, let's say genuine, I'd rather just, like, you know, leave a review if you want, but going out there and actively there's a pub down the road for me that does it they have the cards on the table how was your experience please please leave a review would, I, would you recommend that would you suggest to operate yeah, they I mean, should look I mean I think a lot of it depends on what your business is like right like if your business is sort of in a in a local village and a lot of it is kind of word of mouth and stuff like that and you know but if it is the type of business that, that people are going to come in from sort of potentially anywhere then I would. I mean, because, you know, you're not trying to spin it. You're just trying to address the balance. Mm. So if you've got people that are being really unreasonable, you're seeing a lot of that heat, then, mm. you know, you can respond to it. But actually, in many ways, it's better that you've got somebody else who's been visited your premises who's talking positively about it. I don't know what percentage, you know, how many of these negative reviews that you get. Hundreds. But I... That's, <laughs> I think I think like for context, I think on like I'm just trying to think on on Google. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. think. We've got 536 reviews on Google right. for the Red Lion, and I think uh, oh, is that Red Lion? Yeah, it is. And then I think it's probably like eight negative, eight one stars. Okay. So it's not. You know, it's not like. Yeah. It's not. And then on on TripAdvisor, I think it's. I'm trying to think what TripAdvisor is. Um, yeah, this I don't know. It's not. It's not much. I think it's like seven or eight in TripAdvisor out of three hundred and thirty or something. But in the, I think there's two different things here. Because in the corporate world, you're just obsessed by this stuff and you're graded by you know yeah. your staff score your by bonuses. KPIs, but yeah. if you're an independent operator, life's hard enough, and one of the only joys left is to defend your business. <laughs> Honestly, without a boss, it helps tell a customer to piss off. Well, without yeah. no, but, no, but without a boss telling you off and not towing the party line, it's one of the few joys. But I, I if, you're, if yeah. you're a good enough operator, though, you know you've got someone else that will put a bum on that seat when they go. Yeah. And actually, these people generally kill the mood in the pub anyway. I've, I've heard I've heard of companies actually like the, the you know the bonuses and all that. So the staff just go around and just get just get the start their mates to write reviews. Mm. So then you get it all like it's all like that, isn't it? You know what I mean? Just beige. Well, I mean that 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 fake reviews. And, I mean that is that. Well, it's not just bad practice, but like it's it's against the CMA code of practice. Like people shouldn't be doing fake stuff, right? Mm. But um, yeah, we would always recommend that you. Um, you, know, you allow all your reviews to go on. You don't try and juice it, right? You don't try and kind of keep ones away that are fake reviews because, you know, often when you people do, and it might not be in your case, where people have been un unreasonable. I understand you take it personally, but if people are writing negative views, actually, like I was saying earlier, in terms of how does that operator respond to that? But I get it. You take it very personally because, you know, it's a kind of an owned business. Mm. And if someone writes something unreasonable, it... Am I allowed to swear on this? No, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> it pisses you off, right? Which I, which I completely understand. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, 
it depends where you sit but i understand what you're saying in relation to corporate but it does it does matter right in, in, in from the various different perspectives it matters in google search and it matters in how how people are perceiving you fantastic well i'm afraid that is pretty much all we've got time for tony but thank you for that much appreciated and good thoughts sir. pleasure cheers cheers mate. take care take cheers, thanks take care. Bye-bye. bye-bye bye-bye This is the Lock In podcast for myself, Ed Bennington, Heath Ball, and James Cuthbertson. We're taking a look at review sites, and earlier we talked about improving review sites. Um, would being able to review your customers be a help? Maybe Uber style. What, what do we think, guys? Oh, imagine when you go to take people's bookings, and you go, "Hi, what's your name and number?" And then you type it in, and then it has their like Uber rating come up. And you go, "Yeah, listen, it's really busy on a Friday. We notice you've only got like a four point one. We're only doing four point sixes tonight, so I'm really sorry. And I see that you've missed some. Uh, yeah, you don't want to pay service charge one week, so we've got some ratings here, and uh, yeah, it's not great. So uh, thank you. Maybe maybe come and visit some other places, get your ratings up. Yeah, uh, maybe try up. harder. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, there's a Black Mirror episode once, wasn't there? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. yeah. She had a bit of but she was sweating. Yeah, yeah but and her stars. rating dropped down yeah. and stuff. But yeah, but imagine that. Like people, I know people who are freak out. Go, oh my Uber rating's getting messed up because they don't. They're going to get picked up. So why can Uber have it and we can't have it? Well, it's a bit more complicated than just picking someone up and, and dropping them off, isn't it? But I mean, well, what are you going to what are you going to monitor them by? You're going to monitor by the behaviour. I think politeness, man. If, yeah. if people ring up, if, like we're, we're to the point now, we're lucky, fortunate enough to be really busy, and people ring up and go, table for four at eight o'clock. I go, what? And they go, table for. I oh, said, so good evening, sir. How are you? Yes. Um, no, I do not have a table, even if the place was empty. Mm. So I think you know, you, if you go, okay, so let me just. Um, and what's your rating, please? Your name? <laughs> Oof. Sorry. But I do think if you're going to rate them on, you know, like not turning up, for example, instant block. Yeah, I block them all the time on that. Yeah, I mean that's what yeah. we do, right? I mean. You know, no phone call or anything. Like that, no excuse. No sorry. That's it. Then they have to explain you know, why. And then bad behaviour. Life is too short for it. Yeah, rude. Um, Being so rude. You'd have to think about that, wouldn't you? You couldn't do service charge. That's down. That is optional. But you'd certainly do it on. Yeah, you'd do it on. Oh, but I'm saying it, you just do it like how their attitude is. Behaviour. Well, customer. you know what I mean. The, what they turn up with, like, mm. we had a table once. She booked in. It was one person, one lady, and seven children. It was a table of eight. The kids just trashed the place. So just don't bookings from that again. Do you know what I mean? I mean, what you, I would, would you uh, mark them down on their knowledge of wine, perhaps, he? I would, I think. Uh, yeah, I yeah, would. Not, not I particularly, yeah. Uh, uh, I like it when they get... Uh, I, I hate Chardonnay. I hate it. But can I have a bottle of Chablis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, point down. What, what's he talking about there, James? <laughs> it, it's wine, Ah, oh, right, OK. That's fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, wasn't wasn't too sure. I'm going to use big words and... I lost it. But yeah, I think, you know, I mean, you could, like, it, it would be, it'd be a more, I think they'd be a bit more weary of their attitude. I think a lot of them go home and set up fake accounts and write stuff. And I think if there's more, account, I think the big thing is if there's more accountability. And, you know, I mean, so many people just write so much stuff and there's no, you, you don't even know who they are half the time. That's you, back to the Twitter thing, isn't it? Twitter's far more aggressive. Yeah. Because there's the, you know, anonymity. That's the that's word. That's the word you're yeah. looking for, yes. Yeah, yeah. That. Or, or at least they don't know who you are. <laughs> um, so that yeah, definitely makes a difference. I mean, I mean, rating them yes, but I mean, maybe just being able to comment on the customer. I leave comments yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, but that's for your view. For it's my staff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's only going to be that. It's not a kind of you know a full three sixty kind but, of. But could uh, you imagine? Could you imagine the shit show if you really were allowed to feedback in a public? 
Oh my space. god, they'd, they'd cry in the same way that they feel they have the freedom. Oh my, and that's about to three sixty. But they would cry. They'd have a breakdown because yeah. a lot of people don't realise how horrible they are. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah. think because they're spending money, they can sort of do what they want. The kids can do what they want, but they don't realise how. You know, sometimes people leave a table and you're just like, oh my god, like what have they done here? Oh, did they have to really rip the bill up into three hundred pieces and drop it on the floor? Do you know what I mean? Some people just don't really care. And I think if you actually told them, the amount of times when I've actually said to somebody, what you've done is really out of order, explain it. They look, no, it's not. You're like, yeah, it is. To any rational human being, what you've done is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a customer grab one of my staff's arm when she was passing the table to get her attention, but she grabbed her and she was holding something. So stuff just smashed on the ground. But she, like, who think you gives you the right to grab someone physically mm. to get their attention? Do you know what I mean? Like... I, I mean, this brings us a lot. I mean, the topic we haven't touched on yet, but the, the mental health of, of, of operators. In, mm. I mean, you said yourselves, you know, you guys, you look at this first thing in the morning mm. when you get up, um, and you can either start the day with a smile or uh, wanting to join. Well, generally, he starts the day with a frown and, and wanting to kill people the moment he wakes up. But, it, I mean, it, 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 it takes its toll, doesn't it? Oh, it does, because especially when you're, all you, like, the, the end goal is you just want people, I think like Clem said, hospitality, you want to look after people, and you want people to have a good time, and then when you get up and you wake up and you read these reviews, you're like, man, seriously? Like, you know, what, what, what they were, like, you're trying to work your head around it, like, come on, it was nothing like that, and some people just want to go out and do as much damage as they can, and hurt, you know, the one I, one I got recently, the guy was just slagging me off, it was just a, it was a personal attack on me, do you know what I mean? It wasn't anything... There was nothing constructive criticism. Just didn't like me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Granted, I asked them to leave, but <laughs> I was just threw money at them. I threw money at them, told them to leave. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Basil I mean, Fawlty, it's, it? it is like Basil Fawlty. I mean, this is part of the problem, isn't it? It's, uh, how much of this is his behaviour or the customer's behaviour? Oh no, I'm really listen. I'm like, it takes a lot to get me. Like, I'll be, I'll go out of my way to make sure it's nice, and then there's just a point in me just goes. Nah, fuck it. And then I go all in. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you were complaining that you, know, you, you grind your teeth. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You, the stress of this is, is you know, causing you physical... No, that's, that's Sophia. That's his wife. That's his wife. Yeah, no, I'm getting physical. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It just, but there's... A, what, what, like, you know, Pradamonjay did that thing, be kind. I think we've talked about it before mm. and stuff. You think people would be genuinely happy to go out and have a nice experience in a pub, but they're so pissed off lately that they're going out and they just they're angry and oh yeah who can I take it out on okay there we go and they just lay in do you know what I mean I think it's people aren't nice people aren't being like even though you're saying it reputation they're, they're not really seeing that yeah like I'm, I'm I'm on the front line like do you know what I mean I'm seeing the people the way they talk and their attitude and do you know it's it's not much fun I mean do you ever think about doing a different job yeah, I did, but like, how do you apply for a hitman? Is that like, do you, like, you can't really anger management counselling? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know what I'd do. That's the reality. I don't know what I'd do. Like, I don't know. Go work for TripAdvisor, maybe. I don't know, so yeah, I'd just be taking bad reviews down for people. Oh, poor guy. Take that one off. Take that one off. Oh, look at this. Everyone's got five stars. It's too much fun to have in the industry. Let's be honest. Yeah, at least it's a fun job. There we go. Let's leave that one there then.
You're listening to the lock-in with Ed Bennington, James Cuthbertson, and Heath Ball, and we're still banging on about review sites. So we looked at how annoying they are, how you should deal with them, and how they could be improved. But how about we focus on how we nipple this in the bud in the first place, ensure we're not being left with bad reviews. Um, Heath, I guess that means being nice to people. I know that's a hard concept. I am really nice. I'm genuinely... You know what it is? I'm genuinely nice to people. I'm not fake like TGI Fridays. Good afternoon, how was your day? Like, I genuinely mean it. You, you, you don't care, and you just say, I don't care how your day was. Come <laughs> in, spend cash. And just shut the fuck up, like sit yeah. down and drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, gen- I generally want people to have a good time, So, but it's just, you know, like, I, I just can't handle rude people. I don't, people who've got no, no manners, it really grinds on me. Well, grinds on my teeth, but it really... Yeah. 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 Oh, no, no, can you just take your feet off the table, please? <laughs> I mean, seriously, guys. I mean, what, what do people need to do to avoid those moments? Never, when no, it, honestly, it's never going to work. All the time we're in Britain. In America, they'd tear you a new one if you didn't give them the best service, and you'd know about it. But here, people just smile to your face. Oh, lovely! We all do it. But I think you, I then, think you need it. Like I think the thing is, like you need to address problems. You need to look at problems before they happen. Do you know what I mean? And you and I, th- I think like if you or read the table, you mean yeah, read the table, see what's going on. Where's their starter? Oh, I'm the waitress, I messed up. Get them a drink. Like you know, what I mean, I, I think the amount of times I've just gone, get them a drink, tell them we're sorry. That just that solves most of the problems. Mm. You know, oh, sorry, your table's not ready for you yet. Have a drink at the bar, okay? Because if they're standing there waiting with no drinks, it just grinds on them. So you've just got to try and. You've just got to make sure the room's moving well, everyone's getting looked after, and I think just spotting problems and work, you know, you've got to be alert to what's going on around you. I remember talking to, um, to a guy uh, in Wales, actually Adrian Emmett runs a line at Chalky, and he does a great training programme with his young staff. I've mentioned this before, but it's sort of owls and uh, ouches and wows. It's all owls and wows. And it's about sort of taking that, that, that member, new member of staff through the customer journey and going, you know, guy's on a date with his girl, gets to the door and the doorman's unpleasant to him yeah. and that, that ruins it or he gets to the bar and he puts his elbow on his fancy jacket that he's worn especially for the day and he puts it on the bar and a puddle of beer and that's a, that's an ouch as well. It, it, it's anticipating and, and, and seeing those problems, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think it's just trying to make sure everyone's having a good time. You can always, if you're doing this job long enough, you can look at a table and you can see what's going on straight away. You know what I mean? You can see grandmother's pissed off that her veg isn't cooked a muff. You know what I mean? It's just... You've met my mum, right? Yeah. Then it's just teasing out of them, isn't it? At the end of the day, she's saying, no, there is a... Let's just do Let's get down yeah, to it. Yeah, it's like just simple things. Just, make, yeah. just paying attention. I think if you're just paying attention yeah. what's going on in the pub and just constantly looking, you'll always pick up, you know, you can always just see stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I can tell when my waitress has made mistakes because they're a bit coy and they're doing stuff quietly on the till. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> Nothing. And then you see a what check going ASAP for cauliflower cheese and you're like no, what? I forgot okay just tell them you forgot you know if it's a long wait we'll run and get one quickly but if it's a long wait let's get them you know I always think you can, like we're fortunate because we're in our own businesses so we, we're a lot more we're a lot more relaxed about comps do you know what I mean if there's a problem bottle of wine or you know do mm. desserts or coffees but we, you know we, we, I think that helps solve a lot of our problems but a lot of times people when they're pissed off you just go here's a drink and they just go oh, okay Mm. They feel like they've got something for free. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the rare times where I do lose my shit, when people have been unreasonable, then I'll just won't charge them the Throw whole Throw money in their face. Feel, and, uh, that was a mistake, leave. that one, but yeah. But I'll, I'll just ask them to leave. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't want your money, leave. And that, you know, but you're not coming back here again. You know? I mean, do you budget for this? Uh, I mean, you've well, we have, a, we have an allowance. I think we sort of write into our, what we're sort of looking to, to either comp, we're looking at about 5% comps a month. 
So, but you know, but that's, be, to be clear, that's that can be looking after. Yeah, it can be looking industry. after. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, mates who come in, or anybody in the industry, or you know, regulars. So, managers have discretion. Oh, that everyone well. round to Heath then. What's up? Everyone round to yours then. <laughs> but you know, we 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 quite. I think we quite. We are quite generous with our comps, and we do make sure. You know, especially other industry people, we always make sure they have a drink and stuff, and mm. you know, um, look after them. So if anyone listening, well, two, three people that listen, if they want a free drink, go and tell them they work in the industry, pop round to heat. It's always someone we know, um, though. I mean, it's uh, not just random people coming, I work in the industry. Ed's sitting there crying. She's like, how many times? I never get anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be other people. Yeah. I just think, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's kindness. I think it's like you kill them with kindness if you can. It's hospitality. You know? right? Yeah, that is. And, you know, my dad told me years ago when we were talking about tipping, and he said, tips when he was a kid well what it actually means is to ensure prompt service so my dad we used to go out and tip at the beginning of a meal and we used to get looked after because my dad was on the restaurant trade so we used to get looked after all the time he'd go i know you're gonna be busy tonight here's some money i'll give you another one at the end can you just make sure we get good service tonight and we never had problems with service like shaking the dorm's hand with a yeah note in it yeah because yeah, they know they know yeah. your intention Isn't that bribery yeah, I think maybe it's the same thing. But you've already set the intention with the staff. You know what I mean? They're not going to care, especially when you go to America on holiday. If you do that, especially being foreign, they know that okay, great. These are these guys aren't going to step me on the tip of the end. So you know, um, I think it, you know, I think a bit of monetary incentive works really well. So there you go. If you want to go to this pub and have a good time, pay me. <laughs> pay, pay your staff up front. Uh, and I mean, does it always work? Though you know, you've had you've had a customer in. They've had a bad experience. You've done your best. You've given them not. the free bottle of wine and the free meal. I mean, oh, I had this recently. Mm. I had this recently with with a group of people. I knew one of the guys at the table. I didn't know the rest of them. There were eight of them on a Sunday lunch. And he, he, my mate came and called me over and he said, listen, she's not really happy with the roast potatoes. We're all happy with our roast potatoes. For some reason, her ones aren't great. I said, no worries, mate. Um, and I did some comps. You know, you know what I mean? Because I, I knew it was her birthday. So I took quite a sizable amount off the bill. Next day, I'm in there. I'm in my office. And this Google alert comes up. And it's the woman in the photo that I've looked after giving me a one-star review. No no comments, a one-star review. So I ring my mate up. I said, hey, just mm. mates just left a review. And he went, no, he hasn't. No, she hasn't. And I said, yeah. So I said to him, he goes, oh. I said, not only that, she's opened a Google account <laughs> to, to leave it. a review. This is her first ever review. And she works in, she works in like some sort of music business, or whatever. That has reviews, has a reviews on her site, you know, and they're not great either. So I'm sitting there going, what are they, yeah, what's not going enough. on here? Mm. So like I said, can you have a word to her? And he obviously has, but she hasn't taken it. But I said, you know, I comped quite a bit on your bill that day, to, you know, because I knew it was her birthday and mm. I gave you some bubbles and I took off her meal. And what, what, what did you do to her? She was upset about the potatoes. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Wow. She was upset about the potatoes, but made a massive issue about it. Like, I ruined my day. And you're like, some, okay, we wouldn't have got new potatoes. We went and got new potatoes, but she was pissed off. Mm. See, some people are just unreasonable. You can't always win. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's leave that one there. This is the Lock-In Podcast, and we are at the end of this week's episode, recording it at the Prince in Peckham. Um, we've been talking about review sites and the best ways to deal with them in between ranting and complaining about them. Uh, but they can be a source of fun as well. We've seen some epic responses to complaints, and not just from Heath. So, guys, I mean, let, let's give me some examples. You know, what, what's, uh, what's caught your eye uh, when it comes to either good responses or ridiculous, uh, ridiculous reviews? 
Well, the great one of all was the guy who set the shed up, wasn't it? Just to trick TripAdvisor to be number one. That's going yeah. to be the gold standard. Well, he became, what was it, number one restaurant in London, yeah. which didn't actually exist. Yeah, yeah. which is um, pretty, um, yeah. pretty epic in its own way. I mean, I just love some of the ridiculous things. Like there was um, uh, King Arthur's seat in Scotland, no chairs. <laughs> great, great Wall of China. Well, that's fair enough. Great Wall of China, just a wall. Um, <laughs> Abbey Road, London, no zebras. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, surely those people are just taking the piss there. Oh, no? Grand Canyon, US, overblown sandy ditch. <laughs> now, this is my favourite. This, this, is, this is my favourite. Um, this is from someone who lives uh, in, in, in Amsterdam. Oh, God. And yeah. Frank House. Oh, no. Very claustrophobic. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, I mean, got to be No, white. I'm serious. This is... Uh, it's just extraordinary. And um, Ben Nevis, Scotland, no pubs and too no, cloudy. No, I did read that one, yeah. No not, what? No pubs and too cloudy. Top of Ben Nevis, there was no, no amenities at the top of the mountain. It's just ridiculous. I think the same person had gone up Snowdon on the train and found there was a cafe at the top and uh, assumed that that was going to be the experience of every mountain. Exactly that. And there was one... There's a great one about... Uh, there's a guy... Um, Oh, on the Isle of Wight that does that, you know, much like Heath, really gets stuck into replies. But last time I was in the Isle of Wight, it was a, a year or so ago, they were still in the 80s. So I don't think they've got TripAdvisor there yet, let, <laughs> let alone broadband. So I'm not sure whether that in itself is a fake well, view. You've just lost our one listener in the well, Isle of Wight. We got, off the, leads, got off the leads last week, so I was going to be all right this week. <laughs> Heath, what about you? Any, uh, any, any particular favourites? My favourites five years ago. I, I served this guy. It was like a Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon, and this guy comes in and... Um, we had a Green King Fireside Ale on, uh, Amber Ale, about four point something percent. Comes in, he orders a pint of ale, and he goes and sits down at the table near the fire and um, has lunch and then gets his bill. And then a couple of hours later, get a get an online review saying, uh, I went to the Red Line and Sun. It was a really quiet Wednesday afternoon. Um, I went and sat near the fire and I got my bill, and they charged me £3.60 to sit next to the fire side. <laughs> I was like, dear sir, we do not charge to sit next to the fire. I think that was for the uh, the pint of ale you consumed called Fireside. No still, response review remains up. Still left the review <laughs> up. Like it's yeah. it's just the insanity of it all. He didn't he didn't look at his bill and go, Oh, wicked. Free Fever. pint. I've got a free but pint. They charged me for but the they charged me to sit next to the fire. <laughs> what is this? Buggers. Oh my god. <laughs> what a rip off. Um, yeah, like that's probably my favourite. You'd like to think they were sharp enough to, to be that funny, but, but clearly, no, it's not, clearly no. not. Like it's, you know, I, I think some of them are just nuts. I think really, you know, I think most people just want to fight or just want to. I think a lot of people they just want to be heard. Like it's just mm. their voices out there. Like they've got something to say and people need to listen. They should set up a, a podcast with a really low audience figure. Works for us. <laughs> Uh, okay. Diminishing, well, diminishing. Well, yeah, that's it, that's it. So uh, I, I think that's probably all we've got time for in this week's episode. But we will be back next week for more podcast fun and frivolity and other words beginning with F. Not that one, Heath. Until then, look after yourselves. Thank you. Thank you.